my side of the story. I gave y'all a little bit of back when I was a kid, so this is more recent. You feel me? <clears throat> Simple, right? <clears throat> you know, I gave y'all like the background behind me performing and writing and da 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 da. You know, and blue poetry is kind of me wanting to take take my take my ownership back, my responsibility back of my life, and not allow you know my circumstances to control it. So, like my side of the story, I I kind of graduated college December two thousand thirteen. And why I say kinda is because like I ain't paid them, like I ain't paid Buff State, not Sally Mae, not Nelnet, <laughs> not the student loan organization i didn't pay the school like i didn't they didn't they don't got no they didn't still didn't get paid for my last year <laughs> so like they ain't gave me my diploma but i graduated though like i walked in graduation i i finished all my classes you feel me like i got the unofficial transcript to show you that but <laughs> i ain't got my official transcript so i kind of graduated college december 2013 um If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn education. You feel me? Them? I'm Quindell Evans, bluepoetry.com, and I'm here to share the story of why did I start Blue Poetry Entertainment LLC? And <clears throat> I mean, Blue Poetry Entertainment LLC is an organization, obviously, has the word LLC, which means a limited liability corporation. But moreover, like, why I started Blue Poetry, you know? Spiritually, I feel like I started Blue Poetry as a child, you feel me? Like, expressing myself creatively, doing art, writing, dancing, you know? When I was a kid, I remember, you know, seeing step shows and wanting to perform. And, you know, I became part of a frat. And, stepped one day these stepping press specifically five beta sigma which is where the blue comes from in blue poetry so like i always wanted to be a performer in some way you know how i looked up to to i mean I, I don't know looked up is the right term but i admired and enjoyed watching like you know michael jackson do the moonwalk and chris brown and and when he started dancing and Usher and Tyrese and Genuine, I enjoy watching all that. I enjoy watching Flex in Brooklyn and stuff like that, you know, because, you know, I'm from New York City and that was the vibes. The Bronx, he was boogieing on the train. And I was born in the Bronx, so I boogied on the train when I was like in fifth grade. And when I got to Brooklyn, I used to watch Flex in Brooklyn on BCAT. That was like the Brooklyn channel. So, like, I was always interested in dancing and performing and writing, you know. Shout out to all the girls who ever got love letters. You know, hopefully I keeping them because, <laughs> you know, I used to always write poems and love letters to different girls and stuff from mad young, like, sixth, seventh grade, probably. Like, I remember writing love letters. I mean, what I would call love letters, you know. So, like, that's a part of blue poetry to me, all of my self-expression from being young for me and when I got a chance to to as an adult to express myself it came out as blue poetry for me as a youth you know I was 
I was proud to dance with groups like Main Event. Well, not dance with them, but go to their rehearsals or lab sessions and vibe with them and, you know, dance with them there. You know, New Era, Main Event, Collateral Damage. People I looked up to and saw them on, excuse me, on TV and one day was able to dance with them. So, like, yeah, Blue Poetry is like, Blue Poetry is like my life story, like my life expression. Blue Poetry is like the catalyst for how I express myself in every way possible, you feel me? So how I live my dreams. Because dreams are meant to be lived before death. Dreams are meant to be alive before death, you feel me? Obviously, then, like, if you're dead, you're probably not dreaming anymore. So I guess <laughs> you might, like, want to live your dreams while you're alive and, like, I don't know. I'm 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 the type of person who literally uh will not sleep right if I'm not pursuing my goals. So, you know, I made it I made up in my mind I'm gonna live my dreams and I deserve it, you feel me, no matter my circumstances. Like and that's blue poetry to me. It's like living my dreams no matter my circumstances. Like I said, I'm from New York City. I grew up in the Bronx going to the Bronx, New York, and the gutter, project to project. It's where I live, you feel me? So, like, I could have the mindset that I, I lack things and I ain't have it. I lived in poverty. I, 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 all I know is a gutter. I could have that mindset. Or I could have the mindset that, like, my my upbringing taught me something that's valuable. And then I could use whatever values that it taught me or, or provided me with to create something better so like blue poetry is like my gateway to use my life use everything i know to create more because you know sometimes people come from i'm from we're conditioned and think that like you know it's not much to do outside of it you know and like i don't know i just always feel like there's a way there's, i know i always feel like there's something different and there's nothing wrong you know, with what people are doing. I just feel like it's just something different. But to get to that something different, I realize I got to appreciate where I'm at right now. You feel me? So, like, Blue Poetry is allowing me to appreciate where I'm at right now. And, you know, the blue, as we switch slides, the blue, the poet, and the tree. Blue is the color of dream. You feel me? Dreams is what you own. Like, my dreams is my responsibility. Poet is the orator and scribe with the power to open the eye. Like, poet is the one who tells the story, the, the creative one, have something to contribute, something to offer, a story to share. I feel like my story is worth sharing right now. That's why I'm speaking to you right now. There's were times in my life I felt like my story wasn't worth sharing. Like, maybe I shouldn't share it. Maybe it's not good enough. I've had songs poems writings things that i've created that i felt wasn't good enough and i didn't share i have songs that i have yet to put out and i probably still am insecure about blue poetry is all of that to me like it's okay for me to have this as long as i'm creating and the tree is the legacy you know the tree is the root the branch you feel me it's the it's the, the, the legacy, the fruit that's bared in the future. I plan to be prepared for my future, you feel me? Because, you know, like I said, coming from where I come from, we don't, I'm not sure, like, you know, like, we see, like, 
something bigger than what it is. Like I'm not sure we think that far ahead and see things changing. You know, and I think that's what I want to do is think far ahead and see change, see better, see difference. Because I know so many elders that, like, just preach that it's just it is what it is kind of talk like and things things aren't going to change so i like i'm not trying to hear that i'm not trying to be that you know but i appreciate that i appreciate the fact that we have that type of lifestyle because it allows me to reflect on it and create change go against the grain and give them something that i know they want anyway you know they just believe or don't believe and i know that there's something different out there so like blue poetry is 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 my ownership that's blue my creativity that's the poet my legacy that's the tree so this is my side of the story i gave you a little bit of back when i was a kid so this is more recent you feel me <clears throat> simple right <clears throat> you know i gave you all like the background behind me performing and writing and da 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 you know, and blue poetry is kind of me wanting to take take my take my ownership back, my responsibility back of my life, and not allow you know my circumstances to control it. So, like my side of the story, I I kind of graduated college December two thousand thirteen. And why I say kinda is because like I ain't paid them, like I ain't paid Buff State, not Sally Mae, not Nelnet, <laughs> not the student loan organization i didn't pay the school like i didn't they didn't they don't got no they didn't still didn't get paid for my last year <laughs> so like they ain't gave me my diploma but i graduated though like i walked the graduation i i finished all my classes you feel me like i got the unofficial transcript to show you that but <laughs> i ain't got my official transcript so i kind of graduated college december 2013 um I use a degree, you know, I kind of have to work two jobs, you know. Um, so I was working, like, at – I graduated with a degree in English. Um, I didn't go in freshman year majoring in English. I went in majoring in journalism, communication, which is cool. I like communication and journalism. I kind of feel like that's what this is right now. I kind of feel like that's what the world is like everyone's like journalists instagram and twitter and and tiktok and it, we're all journalists like sharing stories and wanting to share information like we're all like the news so but um so i i, I majored in journalism then i switched my major to education and then with with like a with a with a concentration in english like you feel me like english education and then, like, the last year, I kind of, like, just didn't go to class and have fun. And I had enough, like, credits to get an English degree and drop the education part and not get my education certificate, which is whatever. I guess I was, like, a class or two away from being, being like, certified, a certified English teacher. And I'm not sure I, like, regret that because I'm I'm not sure, like, if I wanted to be a certified Zoom teacher right now anyway, <laughs> you feel me during this, like, COVID? That's when I'm recording this. So, like, if whatever you're listening to it, it's whatever. I don't know what the school system would be like. And, I'm, you know, <laughs> but, like, I never got my education degree or certificate. But I did um, 
work in the school when I graduated, and I worked at an after school too, which is cool. You know, it's good money for because I don't know, it's not like a lot of work to me. Like, you know, when you I enjoy being around kids and doing stuff. So like, you know, they say when you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. So like, it didn't really feel like work, but at the same time, I did feel limited in my creativity. I felt like I couldn't really do what I wanted. You know, and that may be ego because when I look back, I did have a lot of freedom to do a lot of different things, you know. But I guess sometimes it's just the big ideas be, you know, I don't know, whatever. I just felt like I I just felt limited. Who knows? I just felt limited and wanted to be on my own. And I kind of got laid off. And the other job. I was working two jobs, like part-time, and I just picked one to work full-time. And then that's the one I got fired from, um, and I never looked back. You feel me? And, yeah, that was 2015. I got fired. 2013, when I graduated from college, like, I wasn't really a poet. I wasn't blue poetry. The word blue poetry wasn't even being used by me or wasn't being used at all elite you know whatever like it wasn't inventive yet i started doing poetry like spoken word for real for real 2014 i probably wrote a few poems and performed a few poems in college before i graduated i remember winning a few open mics and stuff like that like in college i really used to like compete and be on the stage all the time so college kind of really gave me that environment to like really explore and and like you know i guess my ego was really struck in college because i was able to explore and do whatever i want in every way you know every competition every pageant i was in and i won every one um i lost one um it really hurt to lose that one because you know my 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 record was clean and like it's one of those, like, everyone is like, you really won, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I even, like, went to, like, the judges and took the scorecard. And, like, I was literally had, like, all, like, all, like, perfect scores every round. And I realized, like, the last round, they kind of, like, rigged me, like, one judge. But it was okay. So I'm, 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 I'm going with it was rigged. You know, but it's okay. Like I didn't mind because everyone said I won, and I'm and I'm known for winning. Like no one's gonna remember that. Like no one remembers that, but me because I'm hurt. So no one remembers that I even lost at all. Like but me, people literally think I won every pageant or competition I've been in. I bet. So like I'm just known for winning. You know. My memory at college would be the dude who always won pageants and performed all the time. But the end of the um, college, my college career, I came in dancing and I guess I left out singing, you know, and doing poetry. I won a few open mics. And then, like, I start, I thought, you know, I felt like I could be a spoken word artist. And I started going to open mics and stuff in the city, Hard Body, 2014. And I, I yeah, I, I, we're still being, I still identify as Quindell Evans, um, Quindell Sharae Evans, but, like, I just made a page, and it was called, like, Brownsville Book of a Burning Poet, 
tree. So that and then I like use the word poetry. And I have like the book actually. The Brownsville book of a burning poetry. And like that's when I started using the word poetry separately together, whatever. And then some somewhere along the line I felt like because I made like a Facebook group called the Brownsville Book of a Burning Poetry. And I guess somewhere along the line I felt like that was too long of a name. When I yeah, I wanted to make a website or whatever. And I, and I knew that I wasn't going to create Brown's Book of Burning Poetry.com. Like, that's OD. And then Blue Poetry just, was I went with it. And then I made, like, 2014. That was just, like, the brand name. And then people started calling me Blue and all that stuff. So, yeah, I guess Blue Poetry was, like, the poet side of me. And now that I'm explaining this, it's kind of like I, I'm thinking that I kind of want a new brand name. Uh, a new brand name that's more... Uh, more that that kind of not that kind of says something about me in the name kind of says something about me in the name kind of says something about what i do in the name you know blue poetry says a lot about me it's meaningful to me you know it's been me for the last five years for six years but i feel like i could have something that defines me more but yeah that's that's my side of the story i quit in 2015 from working in high school um, that was like, that was like a good environment to work in for for the main, for the most part. Yes. Like I worked in worse environments. That was a good environment to work in. And I just felt like I was limited and I wanted to do my own thing. I created a website, Blue Poetry, wrote the Brownsville Book of Burning Poetry book, try to sell them, make keychains, try to sell them. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I made other products, but I just can't remember in the moment. Because I was always that type to just try to do that stuff. Like, I made t-shirts and whatever. I started, you know, creating my own things and trying to sell it. I wasn't getting a lot of money, but it felt good. And I started singing on the train or doing poetry on the train. And then the music I was writing, I was performing and recording it here and there. And people were kind of supporting it. And then somewhere along the lines, I began to sing you want to smile on the train. And that kind of sparked, like, letting me know that I could actually make money. So from 2015 to now, I've been kind of just singing, you want to smile on the train. Well, not till now, but till like, very recent. Because I don't sing down the train. You know, I'm not singing with COVID pandemic. Everyone's weird right now in New York City. But that's kind of been the vibes. But, like, Blue Poetry... No mission is to keep dreams alive, not dead. Like I said, like dreams are meant to be lived, not dead. So like all of this is my dream. It's always been me from from a kid. The average person has average dreams. You feel me? The average person has the average dreams. You talk to them, they really break it down to you. Some real simple <laughs> some real simple plan that ain't got much galore in it and would justify why it's okay to not have you know, class, some style, some, you feel me? You know, to not have a grandeur, a grandeur lifestyle. And it doesn't have to be like all different types of, what I mean by grandeur lifestyle, it just means like whatever you want. A lot of times you make excuses for why we can't get what we want. Like we'll look at something nice and say, it's nice, but it's whatever. I'm cool with something less nice. But would you also be cool with that? You can have it, you know? too so like i think a lot of times we're like 
just will dumb down to average as if we're supposed to, you know? But yeah, every job I worked at, I always wonder why my coworkers and I don't come together and create our own dreams. Like, that's just me. Like, I'm always looking around like, yo, hold on. We all work in the supermarket. You know how to do the packaging. You know how to do the, you know what I'm saying? You know how to sweep. You know how we all got, we all got different positions. And we, and we, you know what I'm saying? We all called each other on a day off, and or when that, when or when COVID comes, something happens. We all know that we all we all have worked together. So that means if we ever were out of something, then we can all. I don't know. I'm just not like on some still the company's idea, but I feel like we're supposed to go to places and learn how to do it ourselves like and i'd be looking around like yo we could just do this you feel me whoever hired us we need to talk to them too and they need to put us on how we could make this bigger you know so like i always just think about the bigger picture i don't know that's just what i wanted to say but yeah blue poetry everywhere has a meaning beyond a title, blue is the color of dream, imagination, everything in between. Poets are already inscribed with the power to open an eye. Tree is the seed that branches off and leaves and grows wherever it goes, you feel me? That's just my little motto for blue poetry. Blue is the color of dream. I'm I'm not sure if that's, like, scientifically accurate, <laughs> but that's just my poem, blue is the color of dream. I know blue is the color of the throat chakra, which is, like, you know, communication, speaking, and listening Poet is the orator and scribe with the power to open the eye. Yes, poet is a storyteller, and every story definitely is going to open your eye a little more to life or a little less, depending on how open or closed minded you are. A tree is the seed that branches off and leaves and grows wherever it goes. You feel me? That's that legacy. It branches off and leaves and grows wherever it goes. So once I plant a seed, it grows. Like I know for a fact I'm rich because I plant so many seeds of prosperity so many seeds of abundance so many seeds of money so many seeds of income i'm planting them i know for a fact i'm rich because i'm planting seeds you feel me you're not rich by how many apples you got because the apples will not grow all year round but knowing that you got apples coming next year that's rich you feel me <clears throat> and the reason i talk like that saying things like that is because I'm I'm getting in tune with my myself and learning how to use my mouth, you know, for its purpose. And I feel like its purpose is to uplift, you know, M-O-U-T-H, message of uplift, to heal. You know, my mouth is a message, is a tool for messages of uplift, to heal. My mouth is powerful. And a lot of times we, we like, don't understand like we overestimate the the matter of fact it's time for us to to hold on i apologize it's time for us to recognize our power like we literally like our mouth is like the word of the divine everything that that we say out our mouths is like we are creating a reality so that's what the mouth book is about i literally wrote this book because i was realizing the power i have over my reality becoming less you know blaming and more responsible for my the results i get in my life you feel me so yeah like m-o-u-t-h stands for message of uplift the hill 
And that's the mindset I want to have. The message to uplift and heal mindset. All the messages that come out of my mouth, I wanted to uplift and heal me. Affirmations are dead. What do I mean by that? People are not on it. <laughs> Affirmations are dead, meaning it's not trendy. Affirmations are dead, meaning it's not the thing to do. Affirmations are trendy, meaning it's cool. It's cool and trendy right now to say negative things such as, I'm dead. That's like a thing. People say that on the regular as if it's cool. After a joke, I'm dead. Why Why aren't you saying I'm happy that you said the joke? It's, it's <laughs> I'm dead, right? We say stuff like that. We say stuff like I'm dead and I don't know. I don't want to even speak anymore. You feel me? But like, or matter, yeah. Matter of fact, let me just speak my mind. I don't care. We, say, I mean, I do care. You feel me? That's why I'ma speak my mind. Affirmations are dead. We say stuff like that, which isn't necessarily. We say stuff like "I'm dead," which isn't necessarily true. We know what it means. It's cool. It means that you're laughing so hard. The skull face emoji, blah blah blah. But it's not. It's not. It's not. You know, it's not speaking something. I mean, it's okay. Death is whatever anyway. We probably need to say I'm dead more anyway to kind of accept death too. A lot of us are scared of death anyway. But another another negative affirmation that we say is stuff like uh, I can't breathe or hands up, don't shoot. <laughs> you feel me? Like, I could breathe. I understand the the severity of of the the situation but i sometimes think we take it too far and like abuse you know like if these are my last words i don't want people that's just me like like what else you feel me like what else would i like what i'm reaching out for life if i'm about to die i'm reach the words i'm gonna say would sound like that but if you're not in that situation, why are you walking around saying that? Chanting, yes, chanting, I can't breathe. You feel me? So, like, <clears throat> I feel like, and then we're, like, tatting it and T-shirts and I get it. You feel me? We, we, we might need to say that we can for him. Like, we might need to say that we can breathe for the people who said that they can't. You know, in their name. You know? But that's just me. I'm about to pop. So that's just me, like, because I want to change my my life. I want to change my course. I want to change, you know, I don't want to be consumed by my own mouth, my own negative words. So this book right here allowed me to to, to configure my life, to configure my mindset on how i speak most of us continually share the same sad story about ourselves which is why we haven't created our new or dream life yet is because we keep sharing the same sad stories i see you today you're going to tell me same negative story the next time i see you same issue with the same people the same person providing you with this providing you with the same issues providing you you're providing yourself with the same with the same issue with the same person how it it doesn't even make sense for me to continue if i know that after i get out the shower my hands is wet and then i want to charge my phone and i might get electrocuted if i got electrocuted once i might understand i need to dry my hand again 
You can't expect to continue to do the same thing and not get electrocuted every time. But we kind of do that with, like, our lives and relationships and so many different situations. And we expect the water to dry up faster or the the government to come out with a shockproof outlet <laughs> instead of just drying our hands. We're expecting the other person or the outer the external thing to change instead of being responsible. So, like, the mouth book is it's part of me being responsible, that ownership part of Blue Poetry, owning my dreams. You feel me? This The beginning is always mindset. Everything starts with mindset. You feel me? And uh, another, you know, one of my creations is the pickup poetry um, card games, educational playing card game. It allows... You to learn metaphor, simile, hyperbole, rhyme, alliteration, repetition, personification, oxymoron, onomatopoeia. All of those are poetic elements that we speak on an everyday basis because we are all poets. We all speak in metaphors all day. But yeah, you know, when when you start learning this stuff, fourth, fifth grade, you don't realize how much you're actually using it throughout your life. They didn't, They don't say it in that way, but we learn poetry is... You know, on some Williams Wordsworth, Shakespeare, or whatever, you know, as if it's just written. Poetry is just, it's language. So, like, that's why I made this game, to let us know that poetry is language. Poetry is not just something you write like a haiku and it has to be all iambic pentameter that has the right syllables all the time. Education has changed, and it's changed because... I'm a part of changing it. You're a part of changing it. We're a part of changing it when we play this game. We're a part of changing education. We have to change education. We can't wait for this education system to get better. We have to change education, and then the education system will get better. Why, why, aren't, we, why aren't we making every part of learning fun? Why aren't we making every part of learning exciting why are we making every part of learning compatible with everybody's learning styles why aren't we why are we why why aren't we more tender you know but who knows but we can't afford to wait you know it's up to us to create this change so let's get it you know and pick up poetry is about creating this change so is the mouth book Another one of the creations that I want to help create change is you want to smile. This is me. Ooh, with the gold tooth. Ooh. You want to smile. This one song kept my dream alive. Keep my dream alive is what's allowing me to create change in my life. Literally, when I had nothing, I had you want to smile. Literally, I, I fired 2015. Ain't look back. And I was literally saying you want to smile every day on the train for money. Until I perfected it and learned how to make enough money to literally live off of. At first, it was hard. You know, so much love and thanks given to everyone who listened to the song, donated to the campaign to watch the video. Because you want to smile, literally. Like, much love to anybody who ever donated a smile. Because <laughs> at one point in time, that's what that means, donated to the campaign, donated a smile. When I had the You Want to Smile campaign, I was collecting smiles. And I don't know what them smiles did for me. But at the end of the day, I was literally using them smiles to 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 keep on smiling. 
No cap. Because, like I said, it's easy for us to share negative information out of our mouths. Real quick. But if I ask you one thing that made you smile today, hmm, you probably going to, I don't know what to say. I'm going to think, you're going to think of through 10 things before you say one. But if I ask you with something that, you know, did anything bother you today? You could think of three real quick. I'm going to say all three of them. Like, that's how our brains work sometimes. It's how to, you know, that's how our brains want to work, I guess. But it's up to us to condition ourselves. I guess that's how some of our brains work if we're conditioning ourselves in that way. And You Want to Smile is a song that literally is about us wanting to smile understanding that we want to smile. If you understand that you want to smile, then you know that you're reaching for something better. So, yeah, that's my song song. And this is, uh, you know, check out my other music. You know, I also recorded, like, over 200 songs. And if you search me on... Title Spotify, search Quindell Evans on Title Spotify, Google Play, Amazon SoundCloud, whatever people listen to music, Apple Music, you know, Wildman Cheat, I just put out the album, Blue Poetry Handbook is the album for my, um, the card game, the Pick a Poetry card game, Give the More is my first album, I called it a mixtape, and it's I don't know, like it's it was it was the most fun album. More than black, Palo Santo, Sage, um, the more they want. I really enjoy making music. I'm always listening to music. I'm always like humming new songs and singing new songs, whether I always write them whether I write them or not. But nine times out of ten, as long as I'm humming a new song, I'm probably gonna write a song. Like I know, like, one of them is going to stick. And that's how it usually happens. And then once I write one song, I go on, like, a writing song spree. And then I got, you know, and then I got music to record. So, like, I really enjoy music. And I appreciate everyone who listens to my music and enjoys it, too. Um, You know, part of, like, me writing and stuff, like I told you, like, I write. I used to write when I was a kid. Love Letters to my girls or <laughs> to the to the girls or young ladies that I was I guess calling myself in love with but most of the like, when I actually think about it they were kind of just friends and it was really just I don't know I like doing I, I don't know when it comes to me it's I, I like a girl that I can be creative with you know it's not just it's not just about it's not just about pleasure or what I can get it's also about learning and growing you know and a part of learning and growing you know I love writing you know writing is my thing I got books for days notebooks for days got lots of notebooks and I've recently gotten into reading and once I got into reading books it was over I'm like now I could write one too (laughs) I could write a book too and then I started looking up how to write a book and Figured it out, and then I started writing mad books. So I wrote the mouth book. I wrote Afraid of the Dark. I wrote Meditation, Blue Poetry Handbook, the Pick Up Poetry Coloring Book to go with the card game, and because I got it in my bag. So 
And I'm still writing books. I'm about to do this comic book. I'm about to do the Wild Man Cheat book. Um, I don't know. I'm doing all of this. But it's fun. And it's taking time. But I see it all coming together. And, and something is coming. Something big is coming. This is not all for nothing. So, like, and that's why, you know, I'm keep going. Because it's like the thing that's keeping me going is not the reward. It's the thing. Like, I really enjoy writing a book more than I enjoy selling it. <laughs> like, no cap. If I could just get you somebody to sell my stuff. You feel me? I'm, because I'm writing the next one. Like, once I'm done, I'm on to the next one. So, like, I really enjoy it. Yeah, so, like, and I enjoy helping other people publish their book ideas, too. Like, like I said, this I'm working on a comic book. The Founders is the name of it. It's the National Historic Comics. Um, I'm not going to say too much about it, but it's educational. And it's with my cousin. He's a historian. So we go, we, we had to talk some history in, in, in this one. And it's funny, though. It's funny history. It's comic. It's a comedy. Comic, whatever. Um, Yoga with Kim. With Aunt Christine Espino She's a yoga instructor So like A yoga book Works perfect It Was Us By Christine Robinson um, It's a story of a child living with Developmental delays So Christine Robinson wanted to share her story You know And I'm all for it So I helped her publish her book From start to end Illustration and everything Same thing with Aunt Christine and I think, you know, I'm willing to do that, you know, for people because I, I feel like everyone should have a book. Everyone should be the author of their life and should tell their story. So, you know, the Moti app is like an app where you can, like, schedule, like, calls or whatever. I, I download the app and search Blue Poetry or click that link right there, you know, or type in the link. And if you ever want to contact me about publishing a book, I'm with that on the Moti app. Um, another thing I created was like the uh, product I call the healthy cigarettes, and you know because I used to smoke, I mean I still smoke, but I went through a period of not smoking, and the healthy cigarettes helped me like stop. It was like something I could smoke here and there when I when I felt like it. And it, and it helped me, like, quit, you know. And it has, like, herbs in it, like hyssop, which kills nicotine. And um, raspberry leaf, which is good for the lungs. And mugwort and anise. All of these things are, like, literally beneficial for your body, specifically when it comes to smoking tobacco and stuff like that. So I wanted to create stuff like that, too. So, like, I'm not just into creating you know, poetry and poetry-related products. You feel me? I'm into creating whatever. So, yeah, what's the difference between the hood and jail? Hmm. The difference is people pay to live in a hood. <laughs> I guess people pay the price <laughs> of their crime to live in a jail, but people pay actually money to live in a hood. And the reason I said it is because, like, what, the reason I ask this weird question is, um, like, 
jail and the hood have a lots of similarities. <laughs> um, a whole lot of similarities. It's just very, very limiting resources in the hood as much as they're very, very limiting and constraining resources in jail. You know, really, really weird and very, very similar population of people. And when I mean the hood, I mean like public housing areas or highly highly black populated areas that ain't owned by the people that's populating it um um that's what i mean by the hood but malcolm x Martin Luther king mark scarby nelson mandela jay-z wallow 267 i think that's his name um <laughs> they all like were in jail came home and still lived their dreams so one thing about one similarity between the hood and the jail is that it doesn't stop certain people from living their dreams. Remember that. And my name going to be on that list one day. Matter of fact, I'm about to put my name on the list right now. <laughs> but um, this is how I look when I run out of coffee. I don't drink coffee, but I just thought that was funny. But this is how I look when I run out of energy. This is how I feel when I run out of energy. I feel like a stick figure about to vomit in a giant cup or just head. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. But I, I don't know. I guess his picture is like just, yeah, just fatigued. Or he clearly needs help. He clearly doesn't have energy. And this is this is my, this is this symbolizes to me. You don't have energy in your life because you're living someone else's dream. Like I said, you heard they say when you are doing what you love, if you n never work a day in your life. And it doesn't feel like I work ever. But I wrote all the books and creating all of this stuff. And it doesn't feel like work. It feels like I'm getting younger. It feels like I'm living my own dreams. There's nothing wrong with supporting Someone else's dream, someone else's goal, someone else's spirit, someone else's, you feel me? Like, it's nothing wrong with promoting people's desires. Like, it's nothing wrong with nurturing other people at all. In fact, I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that we have, you know, different types of people. Like, everyone can't own their own company, per se, because then... Who's going to work there? So, like, I mean, the people who work at another company can't own their own company, but I think it's a purpose, you know? I think it's a purpose for, for people. Some people want to be a part of something and feel like a family and want to work with someone, and there's some people who want to be a boss and want to feel like they're independent and don't want people around. They want to, you know, and they want solitude, and some people want camaraderie. So, like, it's okay, but me personally... And, you know, and a lot of people that I'm working with, I know they're not into the living someone else's dream or working with someone else. And this is how I felt working with someone else. Like this stick figure man in a cup. So, yeah, and like I'm f in New York City. In New York City. Like, yeah, don't ask why this is a picture of California and Texas instead of New York. Like, don't. Don't worry. I don't know why that's there. <laughs> but I'm I'm in New York City. And, like, I feel like if you can make it in New York City, 
you can make it anywhere. And like, I'm making it, you know, I'm making things every day. I'm creating things every day and I'm growing every day. And I feel like I'm going to move one day and it's probably not going to be Texas, maybe California, maybe not, but maybe. So like, I feel like when I go somewhere else, I'm probably going to like really, really like be free and like do even more because of, I don't know. I just feel like when I change my environment, it's going to work out much better for me because I'm, I'm lit in New York city. Personally, that's how I feel. So when I get to Cali, it's going to be Liddy or when I get to Texas, (laughs) it's going to be Liddy. Um, but yeah, I just, let me give thanks to some people before I get up out of here. You know, give thanks to everybody who ever purchased a book. You know, whoever participated in one of the affirmation activities that's inside the book. The mouth book has activities, not just affirmations. And much love to everybody who used their mouths as message of uplift the hill, who's not playing to understand that their word is God, their word is bond, you feel me? And it's speaking alkaline, you feel me? And the guy right here said, this is like therapy in the book. I advise you to get it. Um... Yeah, and shout out to everybody who uh, helped out with the Pick Up Poetry Project, you know, because this definitely was not like a single project. I did not like think of it myself and then come up with it myself. You know, I worked with a lot of people. It takes two to play, so like it's not like something that I can use on my own and, you know, I didn't create it for myself. And literally create and pick up poetry like the process i learned the 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 importance of independence interdependence like working with different people who have different ways of thinking about the same things you think about can be stressful if you want it to be but i've learned that like differences is really really important like if we if we thought the same way we wouldn't even be able to work together sometimes you need someone to take this role you take this role for me i think this is a video um let's see if it plays Right. Hey. I I I. So yeah, give thanks to every parent who has purchased a pickup poetry coloring book for the child, and those adults who purchased one for themselves too. Um. Shout out to to to. Jessica, she's in the back right there, the lady with the, with the, um, I don't know how to describe, she, she, yeah, she, that day she had her hair, like, tied in a weird way, um, she's really cool, she invited me to, like, every book, um, back to school, back to school driving book, uh, I don't know, like, book events that they have at the New Alternatives for Children, this, like, company for at-risk children. And, like, I enjoy doing that. And, like, you know, the kids with coloring in and stuff like that. So that was kind of cool. They really enjoyed the coloring book. And they get to learn poetry while coloring. Learn metaphors, similes, hyperbole, rhyme, alliteration, all that type of stuff. So give thanks to everybody who support that. Um, Like I said, I'm not just a poet. I also create other things, too. So give thanks to everybody who ever supported the health tea cigarettes. You feel me? And, and enjoyed it. You feel me? And Everyone who ever support every one of my products, everyone who ever support every one of my ideas, listen to any one of my songs, came to one of my open mics, and you know, and ah ah ah, you know, thank you for watching this, this this 
story and listening to the story and watching my video because I want you to be inspired. I want you to know my story. I want you to to tell your story. You feel me? Like I want you to tell my story the way I'm telling it to you right now and I tell it how you need to tell it. So that's why I'm going to tell my story to you because I tell a story, I hear a story, I repeat it. You hear my story, you repeat it and that's how life goes on through stories. Let's not forget that. Everybody not going to be able to read a book and everybody not going to be able to watch it. But the stories are really, really remember. You remember them stories your grandma was telling you when you was young. This is really important. So thank you. I appreciate everyone. You know, dreams are meant to be lived. And right now I'm living my dream by you listening to my story. Much love. If you don't know, you're about to know right now. You're about to learn education. Let's go.